Welcome to the Rising Star Project. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder of Holistic Fashionista, and I'm beyond excited to introduce to you amazing lightworkers and soulpreneurs around the world who are improving the way we live, one holistic modality at a time. But like any entrepreneurial spirit, they have questions, need guidance, and desire more clarity around their higher calling, their offerings, next projects, and vulnerabilities, so they may touch those who are meant to hear their message. And that is why we are here today. What you're listening to are the business mentoring sessions I'm providing for these exceptional people, using their astrological birth chart to shine a bright light on what planets are influencing their chosen life path and which signs have the greatest influence on their work. You'll also hear what's holding them back from achieving their deepest desires, along with aha moments that remind us how incredible breakthroughs can be. Due to the nature of these sessions, I kindly ask that you share your gratitude by sharing this podcast with others. By sharing these sessions, you not only will enrich others' lives, but you will also support the work of a light worker, a kind soul who's made it their life's work to serve others from their highest self. It is my hope and intention that by experiencing their mentoring session, you will be able to answer some of your own questions around what you've been called to do and what movement you're here to lead. From productivity to self-care rituals to marketing and leadership, each session is personal in its content and inspirational as we use the stars, the moon, and the planets to unlock the hidden treasures of being holistic leaders of tomorrow. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to the Rising Star Project. My name is Angel Quintana. I'm the founder of Holistic Fashionista Magazine and Botanica. We have yet another fabulous light worker on our hands today. Her name is Lisa, and we will be looking into her astrological birth chart to hopefully answer some of her bigger questions in her business. So I want to welcome you, Lisa, to the podcast. Uh, thank you for being here and feel free to introduce yourself. Uh, let the audience know who you are and what you're up to in the world. So thank you, Angel. I'm so excited to be here. I am a, I'm Lisa Conger, and I'm an intuitive empowerment expert. So I help men and women discover their specific purpose, um, embrace their deep-seated emotions, and heal those emotions where the disconnection is so that they're able to um, gain clarity and their specific visions or goals that they have for themselves and manifest their de desires. So whether it's climbing that corporate ladder or just becoming that better leader to enhance their professional career, that's kind of what I do. Oh, okay, awesome. So there's a little bit of business mentoring slash some life purpose work? Yes, yes, absolutely. Okay, awesome. And then what are we focusing on as far as a challenge or a struggle or something that you want to uh, use the, the chart for today? So what I struggle with is, and what I've been taught since I was a little girl, is that you have to work hard, you have to get that degree certification, you know, to prove your worth. And so I am kind of like that investigator researcher type of person where I just dig, 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 and then I have these great ideas and I write them down in a journal. And that's kind of where they sit. So my struggle is being able to be okay with what I know and teach what I know without 
struggling, you know, what somebody is going to think I'm unworthy of doing. Okay. I think a lot of people who are probably listening to right now have the same problem. So thank you for, for being open and sharing that with us today. Cause I think self-worth and getting our ideas out there and um, it's all part of this psycho- psychology of, of conditioning, I will, if you will, or some kind of uh, societal or cultural conditioning that happens. So when we look at the birth chart, we're really looking at, you know, your essence of who you really are. And so I think we're going to have a lot of fun with this today. So um, let's get into it. Let's get okay. into the three main planets uh, in astrology, the, the sun and the moon are planets. So you've got your sun in Scorpio, your moon in Scorpio, and then your rising sign is in the sign of Pisces. So you are a triple water sign. Ooh. You are, also have a Scorpio stellium, meaning that you have more Scorpio in your chart than any other sign. So Obviously, anytime you read a, uh, a horoscope, when you read your sun, your horoscope in uh, Scorpio, there is definitely a lot of truth there. It's basically how you see yourself. So the interesting part of this is the sun, the self, your self-worth, your self-esteem, any self-love, anything that you could put self and then uh, a slug after it is basically what the sun has to do with. Now, because Scorpio is a water sign and it's ruled by the planet Pluto, there is this intrinsic, deep nature about yourself uh, that I like to refer to as swimming in the deep end of the pool. Uh, it's one of those things where Scorpio kind of like, her eyes will roll over if you're going to talk about the weather. Like she will just be so frigging bored. So the gift of Scorpio, and in this case, because you have a Scorpio stellium, your gift is swimming in the deep end of the pool. So even if you're talking about career, it's really about pulling out the, the deep ends of, of somebody. And I think this becomes interesting because, and I don't know if you've ever found this to be true, I also have a Scorpio stellium, that there's, a, there's almost a fear around showing other people that how deep, how deep our waters go. Do you ever find that to be true? Yes, all the time, all the time. And I almost sometimes feel uncomfortable around in certain situations because of that reason. Exactly. And it's interesting because at this point, you know, we're going to talk about your natural abilities and your kismet client. We're talking about all that today, but swimming in the deep end of the pool is, I feel like where we are in, um, you know, year 2018 is that I think people are ready to swim in the deep end of the pool. It's just going to take those scorpions, if you will, to come out of the closet and be like, okay, I'm going to help you guys. And that takes a a sense of bravery. That takes a sense of um, strong sense of self. So as we go through this process, I want you to keep in mind that your sun sign is how you see yourself. But the way that I do business astrology is it's actually your secret sauce. So when we go through this process of, of, of looking at all the other planets, remember that we're going to sprinkle the depth. We're going to sprinkle the deep end of the pool on everything that you do. However, we're not necessarily going to always lead with it. That is the, that is the job of the rising sign. So let's talk about the rising sign. Your rising sign is in the sign of Pisces. This is another water sign. Also another sign that likes to swim in the deep end of the pool, right? A fish. So Mm -hmm. uh, in this case, you know, Pisces is highly psychic. And the way that other people see you is psychic. 
Yes, that has some correlation of swimming in the deep end of the pool, but not exactly. So Pisces, because they're the last sign of the zodiac, what they've really done, which is why forms of addiction tend to be tied to the Piscean um, archetype, is because Pisces is basically, it takes a little bit of all the signs, which is what's making up Pisces. So there's a little bit of Aries, there's a little Taurus, Cancer, all of it. So they have like a heavy load on them, which is probably where the psychic ability comes from because they have this profound understanding of, of sort of how the, the mechanics of the world work. Whether they know so or not, there is a there is just a dialogue that's actually not, it's not like a, it's not of this earth. It's more about, you know, the bigger picture. It's more about um, why are we here? Um, discovering the galaxy. So if you are, if you have an interest in astrology, this is probably where it comes from. It comes from this rising sign that um, is able to attract people that are also interested in understanding why am I here? Uh -huh. So if you are leaning in with that, like say you turn, like say in your social media, <clears throat> you just decided to be like, okay, I know I'm Scorpio, but everybody <clears throat> sees me as Pisces. So I'm going to basically turn up the dial on my Pisces. It's not necessarily how I see myself. It's how other people see me, but the reason that they see me that way is because there's a part of them that they want for themselves. You, this rising sign, is a mirror for what they want or lack or what they want to have in their life for themselves. So when you turn up the dial on Pisces, you're going to start attracting the people that are going to be like, well... I'd like to work on my psych abilities. Oh, I'd like to know why I'm here. I'd like to understand the cosmos. I'd like to understand the bigger picture here, which is interesting because you mentioned that, you know, you help people with career and life purpose, but this is really taking it to a, a much bigger level than even just money and um, get climbing the ladder. This is really about them understanding, you know, the real reason that they're here. And that's a little different than just our career because it encompasses a whole plethora of what makes us human beings. Wow. <laughs> and that's so true because I'm so interested in the unknown and where I came from and where my soul originated from. And, you know, I do a lot of work in the Akashic records just to find out that information. So that totally makes sense to me. Awesome. So if you're not leaning in with the Akashic records, I would be talking about that till I'm blue in the face okay. That's because of my rising sign. That is going to attract your ideal customer. And I'll go into why and who that person is as we get further along in this. So any okay. questions so far? No, not at all. This is very interesting. Okay. So the next sign we're going to talk about, or planet, if you will, is Saturn. Okay. So Saturn it's so important when we're talking about a higher calling and we're building a business around it because Saturn is sort of like a thorn in our side. And he kind of, he's, he's the father figure. So if you, if you have a father or you've whatever, watch the Brady Bunch, whatever you identify, but for the most part, the father is like practical. Like, well, how are we going to make this work? You know, what's the plan? 
Um, and he's also going to be the one that gives you opportunities. He's also going to be the one um, to provide monetary success for you. So if we don't appease the father, if you will, <laughs> um, we're not going to see the growth. We're not going to see the opportunities. The money is going to be difficult. And it's just going to be this thorn in our side until we're like, oh my gosh, like what is the problem? So anybody that's listening to this right now and you're wondering why the money hasn't shown up or why your ideas haven't solidified is because there's something about Saturn that he's just like, nope, nope, I don't see the effort. I don't see the plan. I don't see the vision. So no. And so in this case, you have it in the sign of Taurus. So the, to me, this is a very harmonious um, uh, planetary aspect because Taurus naturally rules the second house. The second house is your money. So Taurus is already material minded. He's already like, I'm going to make money. But the interesting part about Taurus um, as one of the earth signs is that it's ruled by the planet Venus. So you've got this like really logical you know, bull, you know, the, the symbol of, uh, the, of Taurus is the bull, the stubborn, I'm going to, you know, it's like, he's got tunnel vision. Like I'm just going to do this and I'm going to get there all the way to the end until I get there. And I'm going to be successful at it. But because he's ruled by Venus, there is this very sensual part of Taurus. It's almost like a secret. I think mm -hmm. of like, yes. unless you get under the hood of the car, you don't get to know about that part of them. So there's a soft part, but we don't really see it because it's the bull. Uh, but in this case, Taurus has a tendency to be like, I'm going to, you know, um, lead with my bull. I'm going to charge full straight ahead. But my higher power is Venus. Venus is like the goddess of love, the goddess of beauty, all those different things. So the thing about Taurus is that it will, he will work really hard, but he will get to a point or he will get upset and pissed, if you will, angry, if you will, or just, you know, upset about the whole process if it doesn't start to pan out in a material way. So it becomes important because Saturn is all about giving Taurus the monetary, you know, value and rewards that he deserves for his efforts. But if for whatever reason, if the money and the opportunities are not showing up and you have it in the sign of Taurus because that should be really a match made in heaven. But if it's not, there is something, some type of disconnect with Taurus and its higher power, which is Venus, who is his natural ruler. So we have to ask, well, I make, I feel like I'm making daddy happy. I feel like I'm working really hard. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm very efficient. I've got my goals. But what's the problem? So that's where we've got to go. Venus is like, you're, maybe you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Maybe this isn't the path. Even though you're working hard, remember, working hard does not guarantee success. So Saturn is really like, look, I want to give you those opportunities, but I also want to make sure that it's for your highest good. Because at the end of the day, Venus will kind of be a conflict for, for Saturn if we don't get them on the same page. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense, yes. Okay, good. Okay, so this is where we start to get into the nitty-gritty here, okay? So we're going to talk about the nodes. These are like the moon nodes, the north node and the south nodes. These are polar opposites. Mm -hmm. um, the south node represents your natural abilities, 
and your north node represents your challenges that lead you to your destiny. So this could also be where the Taurian uh, Venus energy comes into play of like, is this my is this my higher power? Is this, you know, am I just doing this for the money or is this really um, igniting my soul? Do, is, there, is it filling up my heart? And so when we look at the North Node, that's where we can start to really see like, what are we supposed to be doing? What is our destiny? So let's start with the South Node. Let's just talk about the natural gift, which is interesting because you have it in the sign of Virgo. So your natural ability you know, it's interesting because I have a lot of Virgo in my chart as well, is you have the, the capacity to break down complicated ideas into a, more, um, into a more logical way of explaining how the mechanisms work. So Virgos, you know, sometimes we can call them analytical. Sometimes we can say they're good with numbers, but really it's their, and I want to say this pretty boldly, and I haven't said this on a on a reading yet, Virgo is the master at critical thinking. Master. Do you feel that? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like I, the mat, like you can, if this, then that, like that is the gift mm-hmm. of Virgo. So the gift here is that if you're able to break down concepts to somebody so that they can understand there is, a, there is already gold at that. There's already money attached to that. There's already um, reward attached to just that natural gift. However, your north node is in the sign of Pisces. So this is where the challenge comes into play that will lead you to your destiny. And this is a polar opposite of critical thinking Virgo. This is daydreamer Pisces. Virgo's just like, oh, no, 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 no. So there's like a, there's a yin and yang there. There's a fill in the blanks. It's like the, it's a missing puzzle piece for, for, for both of them. Pisces needing that more critical thinking, logical, grounded approach. And Piscean needing the, the ocean to, and fluidity to be able to explore the depths of its soul. So they work harmoniously. So if you have a Virgo-Piscean n- n- node polarity here, your destiny involves a path of selfless service, mm-hmm. healing, and generosity. So B- Virgo is ruled by uh, the, the Virgin. So that's all about selfless acts of service. So you're gifted at being of service. It's actually, that's when you feel the most valuable. That's mm-hmm. when you feel the most useful. That's when your cup gets really full. Absolutely. Right so, on the nail. Okay, good. So your north node, though, is Pisces. So again, we're going back to the rising sign of what you should be showing up as. But actually, this will lead you to your destiny. All that critical thinking is great. That, that foundation is solid. But the part that's going to lead you to spiritual and financial wealth has to do with Pisces. It has to do with you being a healer to some regard to your kismet clients. You providing a, um, a platform or a, or a C, if you will, a, um, a community, um, something that's going to uh, help them swim in the deep end of the pool. Let them know that, uh, you know, we can think of things logically, but when we're talking about a destiny, 
This is about spiritual growth. This is about you working through karmic debt, which we're going to talk about in a minute. So karmic debt is where this Pisces, Pisces is sitting right now. It's sitting on karmic debt. And until you 1000% embrace the gift of Pisces, which is that psychicness, which is you being clairvoyant, which is you um, understanding the cosmos, having your own philosophy around it, talking about it boldly, um, even if it sounds crazy, it's like your people are like waiting for you. So if you're not currently talking, it's like they're like, they're like hanging on, the, on your word right now, but they're waiting for you to give them things that they've never heard of before. They're like, they want to go down the rabbit hole with you, but you have to feel confident enough because that's your challenge. Do you feel confident enough to lead them down the abyss into the sea of the unknown? Wow. That's so cool. But that's so, I mean, that's so me and so true. And that's really, I feel like sometimes I have to have all those facts together and stuff before I can go down that rabbit hole, but I am ready to do that. So well, now let's talk about who you're going to do it for, because if anything, this person needs it more than I can think of any sign. Okay. Okay. So you've got your 12th house is your house of karmic debt. It's your, it's your limiting beliefs. It's the subconscious. So if we're going to lead you to your destiny with Pisces, we got to look at the 12th house because we got to work out the gunk that's like preventing us from, you know, really believing in our gifts, really believing in what we're here to share and what we're here to do is going to not only be of service to other people, but it will heal them and it will heal yourself simultaneously. So you have your 12th house in the sign of Capricorn. So when we're talking about Capricorn, the interesting part of, and I'm sure this is true to, do, to some degree on everybody's um, sign, but Capricorn the most. I'm going to say everybody wears masks, but Capricorn wears her mask so dang good. So mm -hmm. dang good. She is, I, call, I call her poker face. <laughs> poker face. You, you will never, it's like you'll never see a Capricorn sweat. You just won't see it. It doesn't mean that it doesn't happen. You won't see it. So you, my friend, have Capricorn in your 12th house. That means that you have this ability to kind of continue to climb the goat, you know, use the goat to climb the mountain. But underneath the mountain is a fin. So the, the symbol for Capricorn is not a goat. It is a sea goat. It has a fin. It's the only earth sign that has a water component, which is why I believe that Capricorn is probably one of the most misunderstood zodiac signs. You know, when somebody thinks of a Capricorn, oh, ambitious. Oh, you know, you know, a little bit stiff, a little bit, you know, conservative. But it's like, they're so misunderstood because they're, it's because she has poker face. She, her natural way of being is just to be strong and to be logical and to, you know, climb the mountain. But there's this underlying emotion, and I'm going to call it melancholy. I think melancholy is a perfect adjective to describe the, um, the undertones of Capricorn. So, but she won't show it. So there is this part of her that, that understands pain, whether she realizes it or not, on a very intrinsic level, because she has like an I don't want to say, say this 
too boldly, but there's like a melancholic spirit to her. And, and part of it is a driving force, which is probably why she's so able to climb the mountain without really ever letting anything sidetrack her. Even if she gets a little bummed, she'll get right back up, you know, because it's like there's something that she knows about pain, whether she, it's a gift, whether she knows or not, it's a driving force for her. But the problem and the par- problem of your kismic client, the problem that you, my friend, are here to solve is to help Capricorn get more comfortable with her fin. She's not comfortable there. It's, very, it's, it's, a, it's a touchy thing, and she'll even lie. She will lie about it. She will pretend. She will put on the mask. But if you're, if you're showing up as Pisces, and, she, and she's all ears. She might not be necessarily the one commenting and doing all this stuff, but she is like, what? What is she talking about? Like, and she's interested because she's an avid learner. She's very intelligent. So she, you're peeking. You're, it's like you, you're, you're touching a part of her fin that's, it, it, it might even, you know, secretly make her cry. She won't like, you know, like, she might not write you a message and say, oh my God, that made me cry, but it will. So the more that you can show up with that Pisces and, and kind of let, let her know that it's okay to swim and use her fin, that her fin is actually a gift for her climbing the mountain and helping her reach her goals. So it is no coincidence, Lisa, that your you know, ideal customer is a business owner or somebody climbing the corporate ladder that's so Capricorn. But there's a part of her that's so unfulfilled and the part of you that you're helped to help to heal. Remember, you're here to heal. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you help her heal and get comfortable with her fin, you help your fin to heal too. You guys are a cosmic match for healing. Oh, wow. Okay. And that makes so much sense, honestly. Um, yeah, it does. It's, it's crazy. It's, um, you're blowing my mind there, Angel. <laughs> I just feel like if there was one sign like that we could nurture that like needs it, like really needs it. And the thing is, remember, we said, you know, Pisces, you know, ha- is a little bit of all the signs because it's the last sign of the Zodiac. Well, well, Capricorn is the 10th sign. So she's carrying all the other nine signs with her. So her load is heavy. But she's so grounded. That's why it's different than Aquarius. So you get Aquarius, which is the 11th sign. And that's an air sign. You know, there's not water there. There's ideas and epiphanies and socialness and all this stuff. But it's different because Capricorn has the emotional and it has the earth. So if we nurture Capricorn, we nurture, you know, an individual or a group of people. Remember, it's an archetype, the Capricorn archetype. Um, okay. They don't have to be Capricorns to serve them, but the person that's going to resonate with, you know, your, you know, esoteric, you know, lesson plan, if you will, is going to be the person that wants to uh, improve their, um, their, their leadership, improve climbing the, they want the, the, the climb to the top of the mountain to be smoother, but they also, when they get to the top of the mountain, the difference between Capricorn and let's say Aries, because Aries is a ram also climbing the mountain, 
Okay. But the difference between the two is that when Capricorn gets to that top of the mountain, like, like she feels that like she made it. Like she's like, God, I did it. I did it. I did it. She will finally allow herself to rest. And when Aries, for example, climbs and climbs the mountain and gets to the top, Aries has a different uh, viewpoint. He gets to the top and goes, this is boring. Where's the fun? Where's the party? This is not what I signed up for. <laughs> so it's a completely, so it's like, like, like Aries is like a fire and like, let's have fun and let's do all these things. And it's climbing and climbing. It's like, really? This is it? No, oh, okay. Let me go back down the other thing. There's some other cool people down at the other part of the mountain. I'm just going to go back down there for a second. But, but Capricorn, when she gets to the top, she's like, I made a difference. I spoke up like it's like it once she and the only way she can get to the top is with the fin and she doesn't realize that she's getting in her own way because of the emotions that she doesn't share. She doesn't, she's not transparent. She's even probably been told you're very hard to read. Does anybody ever said that to you? Absolutely. All the yep. time. I don't mm -hmm. understand. Do, do you like me? Um, I, I'm confused. Like, because it's poker face. She's like, oh, no, what are you talking about? I totally like you. They're like, oh, mm -hmm. I, I, I wasn't sure. So there is some, there's something about her that does not seem transparent. And sometimes that could be, um, that can be viewed as insincerity. That could be viewed as I don't trust that person. So she, and it's the complete opposite. Capricorn is very loyal, very trustworthy, all those things. But because she's not, she is suppressing the fin, she is not seen that way. So Pisces, you become like a saving grace to her. Like, wow, I'm not going to be able to get to the top of the mountain and relax until I become more transparent. That's what wow. you do. I've had people say that before, that I was like their saving grace. Like they thank me so much for my advice. And it was just, you know, typical conversation that you have every day. But they were like, wow, that just made my day. Thank you so much. And, you know. It just, it's crazy because I'm able to attract um, many people that want to, you know, have those deep, deep, dark conversations and nobody will have them with them. And, you know, just a few minutes with me, they're like, wow, thank you so much, you know, so that totally makes sense to me. So the, the beauty of your chart, it's, it's, to me, it's very well balanced because you have Saturn and Taurus and your, and your South node in Virgo, which is your natural gift. So that, that groundedness like Capricorn's already going to like trust you because there's a very, there's a poise to you. There's like, it's logical. Like she makes sense to me, even though you're going to turn up the dial on Pisces, you're so grounded because of that critical thinker Virgo. She's going to get it. It won't seem, it won't seem so frou-frou if you will, or so woo-woo because mm -hmm. of the, the way that you're able to break down the concepts and then you're going to sprinkle you know, Scorpio everywhere. So you'll, she'll show up as Pisces. You'll talk exactly the language that talks to Capricorn. Like Capricorn, I know you want to climb to the top of the mountain. You've got big dreams here, but why you got poker face? Why you don't show your emotions? What's up? What's underneath all of that stuff? Do you know about opening your third eye? Do you know, like, let's reconnect to that fin. Let's reconnect to our emotions. Let's get you talking and sharing your story. But let's do that by doing some, like, let's look at your Akashic records. Let's look at all of these other things that make you so special and see if we can heal, heal is a key word here for you, 
heal some of that thin because it's going to be your transparency that will get you to the top of the mountain. Wow. That's awesome. And that totally makes sense. So it's just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting because it, the thing is, is that now that, I mean, we've only talked you know, and we kind of did the reading, but we've only look, looked at a few signs and it's like, I guess for me, like I want everybody to know that, you know, imagine, you know, if we drew a circle, we drew a circle and in around that circle was Scorpio, Pisces, Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. And that circle, let's say that that circle is a table and they're all, they have a meeting, a corporate meeting, if you will, <laughs> about their purpose. And they're like, well, I think this, and I want to do that. And, but they all need to be heard. That's the thing. Like if we're only listening to one, like if we, if it was like literally like, you know, one person has to be the president, it won't work. It's a, you know, a democracy or whatever you want to call it. It's a, you know, it's not the majority wins. It's not all of those parts of you have to be heard. They all need to be nurtured. They all need to feel valuable. Otherwise, one's going to feel sad in the whole balance, the equilibrium that it gets shaken up and it won't work. We need all of them. That makes sense that they all need to be heard because I was focusing on just one you know, and that's mainly the Pisces and the Capricorn. And I really wasn't, um, yeah, that's awesome about the Virgo thing. Cause I'm a total analyzer. I analyze everything and pick it apart. And yeah. So. And let's not forget Taurus. Taurus really needs, you know, he's also someone that's like, I'm a go-getter. I, I want to be wealthy. I want to make money. And it's like, yeah. And Venus is like, but don't forget your soul's purpose. You know, it's like, so we've got to also bring Taurus in and be like, great Taurus. We know you want to make money, but what sets your heart on fire? You know, and that's what's talked about in the round table. That's what's talked about, you know, when they're all powwowing, you know, Saturn's sitting there and the sun is sitting there and they're like, okay, like, this is what we're doing. And we're all kind of keeping each other in check. Very cool. Very, very cool. Awesome. Thank so you. I want to make sure before I let you go today that I think you've had an aha moment. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I have. Okay, and then what about a game plan? What's your, what, what steps are you going to take from what we've talked about today to help you to resolve um, the, the problem that we were working to look to solve today? Well, I am going to um, listen to your recording again and then make a plan off of that and make sure that all of the key players are being heard and, um, and work through your um, higher school calling school of business mm -hmm. that I'm still going through and use it to get my business up and running. Love it. This yeah. has been, I guess I, I get excited about, you know, some people's charts, but your chart really got me excited. I felt like, you know, because you have so much water, mm -hmm. you're naturally supposed to help heal the fin. You know, like it's like, that is your gift to Capricorn. Like, you know what? I have all this water. Let me, let me, sh let me, let me give some of it to you. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. This was so fun. I awesome. loved it. Awesome. Yes. I'm so glad that it could be of service to you. I hope that our 
listeners, I think that they've had their own epiphanies. Like, wow, I need to have my chart read. I need to look at this. So I want to thank you for being a part of the Rising Star Project. Um, for our listeners, uh, if you're interested in a reading, I, I recommend doing the Business Astrology Roundtables. Those can be found at angelquintana.com. Um, Lisa, obviously, I will see you in the, uh, the Higher Calling School of Business and in the Inner Circle to continue to powwow and help you build your business. Um, I want to thank everybody for listening, and um, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Have a great day. Thanks. Bye. I hope you have enjoyed this episode and were able to use this mentoring session to answer some of your own questions around your higher calling. If you feel called to step into a bigger role and shape mankind as we know it today, I invite you to check out the Holistic Fashionista Botanica and pick up the Rising Star Ritual Starter Kit, where you'll receive your astrological birth chart and a ritual to help you unlock all the beautiful kits that live inside your soul. You can learn more about the Holistic Fashionista Botanica at www.holisticfashionista.com. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder and business astrologer behind the Holistic Fashionista brand, and I look forward to serving you in another episode of the Rising Star Project real soon.